Namaste, hi, and uh, welcome to Copy and Conversation. This is Meera, yeah, your dino and oasis. What is that we keep thinking about? We keep thinking about so many things. Could be few thoughts, or you know, it's just a thought. It just keeps flowing, and uh, few we just keep giving a, I mean, an image to it, an outcome to it. But there are few thoughts which is which is just unsaid. and it keeps roaring in our mind or chirping just like these birds which you hear in the background it's we who give the shape to the thoughts thoughts are short-lived complexes the shape and the life that we breathe into these thoughts would actually determine the outcome that we are working on let alone the outcome the very next moment is defined based on the thoughts so uh, The, today we have uh, our guest, a wonderful guest, uh, Mr. Tirthankar Ghosh, and um, just to give you a brief about him, uh, we haven't interacted much, but yes, I've heard about him uh, through Ms. Papiya Ghosh. Yes, absolutely, our guest in our previous uh, podcast interview, and um, they both have come with a beautiful book. that's why i've been talking about thoughts and uh, what kind of a thoughts that we weave in our mind okay i would just pause over here and invite deepankar to share about him hi deepankar welcome to copies and conversations over here thank you thank you meera um i i am actually i'm a finance i i recently graduated from Sal- salisbury university uh, in maryland usa and i'm a finance student with an accounting minor but uh creative writing has been a passion uh, for me for a long time i've been writing since the age of 14 and uh, i uh, since and as you mentioned my mom is also a poet and i uh what i have done is i've compiled my both my short stories as well as her poems into this wonderful book called weaving the unwoven uh, and it's uh, it's available right now on notionpress.com on amazon and on flipkart the title is the title says a lot weaving mm-hmm. the unwoven um do you want to add few points i mean you want to share something about this title that you have yeah so uh, the weaving the unwoven was we saw it in two different ways it was my mom's uh, literary po- poems and my uh, coming together to be one product and 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 essentially uh my um, mother's poems complement my stories you know it's 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 written in such a way it's all, it, it looks like it's one simple tapestry of emotions and contrast and joys and uh, you know our pain turmoil everything it's it feels as a one tapestry of emotions uh, so that's how we thought it and the other parts were all the different thoughts in a more slices of life we go through you know it, 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 they are so disparate but together you know all these different experiences good bad uh, medium yeah, uh, some shocking some very joyous they come together uh, you know and it it creates a life and it's a life and i and i think a life that is worth telling uh, to others and worth exploring and this is why uh, we decide to name our book weaving the unwoven it's a, 
it says it all weaving mm-hmm. the unwoven you know like i was mentioning the thoughts that we give life to absolutely the words what kind of a life we breathe into it you know poem and story to stories i mean the two sides of a coin and um what has been your experience writing stories or poems i mean is it something uh, that you developed recently uh, but somewhere i feel this should have been there always with you yeah no as i mentioned it was i started writing uh, stories since i was uh, 14 years old it, it, it was just that like i got published early in literary journals and all but I, it was also you know a lot of stories i ha- i just kept writing uh, for a long time but they weren't ever published it was like it 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 uh, uh, it, lament- it it stayed there collecting dust uh, metaphorically i guess in my in some folder of my laptop it was just there you know and i i never thought of publishing it or anything except for like i would just submit it and sometimes sometimes it would get accepted sometimes it would get rejected but it was in an anthology or magazine i would never think about compiling them myself and publishing it in an actual format that was just completely my work and this is something i changed with this book uh, weaving the unwoven because uh, you know this and the entirety of this is uh, mine uh, not not an part of an anthology not a magazine where an editor has decided to just you know take my uh, story and you know change it to fit the theme but it is this this one is mine where all different themes of whatever i've written about and i, I and i've written about life about hopelessness about adventure stories um murder thrillers uh, all all sorts of things uh, slice of life and all of them have come together so that you know the reader gets a taste of everything absolutely um reader gets a taste of everything so aptly said um so you were mentioning about you know uh submitting your anthologies or the work to the literary um mm-hmm. um i mean what do you say to the literary houses or to the publishers what what was rejection you know you said you mentioned about it getting rejected mm-hmm. um dealing with rejections is such an important thing in life and mm. uh, i think every child i mean i would say for an adult from the childhood mm. they should have somewhere have, should have faced rejections because if they don't face rejection it's really difficult what mm. is your take on this when your work got rejected how i deal with it i never uh... Uh, I recently, in fact, uh, I submitted a story uh, recently, which is not included here, for three literary magazines. I got rejected by three of them. So sometimes, you know, uh, you have to realize like it has nothing to do with you, uh, but it, it, it sometimes is just what it is. With the uh, maybe the editors had a different vision. Uh, sometimes when they compile this, uh, compile this book or compile this edition, they have a certain theme in mind. and even though uh, they might have liked your writing content it is they just didn't um, uh, they maybe didn't fit the theme of the uh, of the of their of that edition particular edition so they are like okay let's reject it and and, and sometimes i look i have sent the same story to different competitions at the same time 
it used to get uh, not selected in one of them and it got selected somewhere else so it's a matter of finding your audience you know uh, now you and also at the end of the day with art it's like you know there's always constant room for improvement so if it's you know uh, the best way to not is to not get sad with the rejection because in art you always will and in life you will need to everything you need to keep improving and always uh, but do get a mentor a, a close mentor uh, who you trust mine is risha wahi who uh, is my uh, creative writing teacher as well as my mother uh, who will give you unadulterated feedback and i i give my feedback myself like and you know a group of four or five people who you trust because you do need uh, uh, need uh, some sort of feed uh, some sort of feedback some review some how to know if you're improving or not or else you will be like complacent it's not always i'm not suggesting that you be complacent oh if my story is getting rejected whatever maybe you might have to think about things about uh, like you know there might be ways to improve my story make it fit uh, and everything and this is true for everything else you know even if you give an exam or something or whatever job interview we always go there are coaching centers there are, there are all these things so there are processes institutionalized processes but for art there is not not such an uh, institutionalized process uh, except for uh, at the critic level or everything which uh, they were where they just crush you uh, completely because they do not have they do not have any concern for your feeling they just say no this is just bad uh, so it was better for people who you love and trust to give that feedback to you give them honest feedback to you and tell ask them how can i improve how can i issue that and then remember and, and improve your uh, improve your work your art within the parameters of what you think is correct at the end of the day because you you are not supposed to find the uh, audience the audience is supposed to find you and as i said the same my same story got selected by some other group while it got um, and not not accepted by all the other publishing house or or newspaper or whatever it just didn't get uh, accepted so is it that uh, uh, mine was bad for these people or not maybe not maybe or maybe not but someone liked it and someone kept taking my story or whatever uh, story so just make sure you find your audience get a mentor and improve because there's always room for improvement but also don't feel sad sometimes rejections has nothing to do with the quality yeah. of the art art it's just it is what it is Absolutely. If I just have to summarize that into four to five points, Tetankar, um, rejections are something. It is. It is not something that defines you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is basis our learning, uh, because each and every individual. I mean, do we call ourselves as independent in so many things? Mm-hmm. When it comes to learning, um, self learning is there, but we are a culmination of the teachers, or the society, or the family, the parents, mm-hmm. the sibling, the neighbor, everyone you call us. Because mm. um, though we are an individual being, we carry a lot of information from what we learn from each and every person, and we go about implementing that. Absolutely, we are not. When when something gets rejected, it is not we getting rejected. It is it's something that's what we have been operating, you know, all these days. And second right. thing is, um, as you mentioned, feedback such an important thing mm. because um, how feedback is welcomed. Uh, if we take it. If if we take the if we take the rejection on us, the feedback would reflect in a similar mm-hmm. way. But if we take the feedback on our work, I think we will 
look for a mentor as you mentioned right yeah always always absolutely absolutely the mentor and uh, when when an individual is open to listen to their feedback as an experience they would definitely go in search of the mentor and absolutely we don't select the audience audience selects us um so where we share what we share is important i mean it's not about sharing everything everywhere without knowing who our audience is so exactly please said please said in fact you will sometimes figure out what exactly this this publication house or this newspaper is looking for and you don't send the stories which are like which you know are this is not the their taste because the publishing house and the newspapers they are all business uh, business uh, they, they are the process of commercializing art to the point where they Absolutely. can make money and they have their own audience they know that this is our audience this is the audience that is willing to pay money to us and in at the end of the day they will select the story that will be most uh, that the audience that they think the audience will vibe with the most so now if you send a, a story a, a, a book a, a, a publication house that only uh, publishes like thrillers because they know that that's the thing their audience likes and you say, send them a nice emotional love story or a, or, or or a slice of life story it will be rejected and it has nothing to do with the quality of the story it's just that it's not what they're looking for and um, uh, it's kind of the same thing with uh, uh with movies also a horror movie uh, someone who doesn't like horror movies and you send them a horror movie uh, they will be like i don't want to watch it is it because it's a bad movie no it's just that that person doesn't get scared so i i am a i do not like horror movies at all so i i will just i just don't like uh, i don't watch horror movies but it it has nothing to do with the quality of the film i just don't like watching horror So this is you kind of realize that with so with the rejection you kind of realize you also you all start self selecting you reject the houses the you start rejecting all these publication houses and all they're like oh this is not correct for my story this will not help me grow so th- that's also a two way street you kind of learn so that's a learning process Absolutely I mean no it's a never ending learning process that we mm. actually live with but it is very important that we are open about this thought that we should be learning mm. uh, it is just not that it stays in our you know the words that we keep sharing but it has to be yeah. like the dna mm. literally uh, so um, you know like it was just few minutes and those five points are such a important thing so like let me you know this is one favorite question of mine i ask um, you know uh people who i interview uh we all read books we all like stories um i mean what do we do we like doing it so if i'm going to give you um an option like i call this as a masala story box so um i invite you to you know bring in two different characters from two different stories and create a new story potpourri what would it be uh I would I would really want to see if if the if, if it's uh, uh like I have always wanted to see how uh one of my favorite villains uh is Lex Luthor from the Superman comics because uh you know he's shown as a bumbling uh, uh, uh in the movies and all but he's an incredibly intelligent uh person and there there are a lot of things which you will find like oh my god he's actually kind of right 
the in the old uh, animated movies uh, animated series you know where the cartoons we which i used to watch as well as in the uh, comic books they he's an incredibly intelligent person and he is he wants humanity to be the peak of like to continue growing and and people realize that oh he's just jealous of superman he's not jealous of superman because he is or he's bald or something like that in the in the kid movie but it's not actually that and it's actually because he thinks superman as a being that kind of uh, alien who kind of is superior to mankind in every way he he realizes that he the the the, the presence of superman kind of diminishes mankind's ability to continue evolve and i think that's a very altruistic process he is egoistical but he is also the best one of the most intelligent people uh, in the in the comics so i i would suggest he doesn't really have a superiority complex he just is he has a very good uh, ability a good uh, understanding of his ability so one of that that and i want him to may uh, to interact with one of our characters from our uh, mythologies uh, krishna uh, who is also a very uh what well, i mean he was a definitely good warrior and everything but i think one of his biggest uh, uh like he was one of the most cerebral avatars of vishnu and everything he was not he like ram and everyone they had a lot of uh uh martial feats you know like a lot of Uh, they were very good in archery and all those strength there was a lot of there's a lot each and every one of them but krishna while he ha- did have some, a lot of a uh, lot of uh, strength uh, a lot of feats which are like okay they're like based on strength a lot of achievements are based on martial prowess and everything but his mind was the his strongest weapon and the way he he navigated uh, society you know using people playing people against each other you know uh, and guiding uh, the uh, the pandavas through a uh, through a win yeah uh, when they were very disadvantaged by the way if you look at if you read the epic in its entirety you will realize that they they were vastly outnumbered and it was it was just through tactics that was given by him that they won so i really would like because both of them are very intelligent people but one of them is extremely egotistical and the other person wants to kind is also manipulative but also does it for the good of human society so it is also it would i would like to see how the same kind of the, the like not only it would be it would be a story where they each meet playing chess or a game and it would be they would just be talking about their views on life on how they see the world on how they see things uh, the society going on how they would reform society in their like what they think to be the ideal platonic society in their mind and that would be very interesting interesting it's really interesting take on that you know uh, i can relate to uh, so much when you were talking talking about uh, krishna also because compared to all the avatars of that matter um you know the apparatus about the neck mm-hmm. uh, we call it as the head or the brain or the mind for that matter mm-hmm. um it's so important it all it's again connect back to uh, the thoughts because um so many things could have been avoided if the mm-hmm. thoughts just lived only for those few seconds rather than blowing them up into um 
few emotions which is not going to help anyone and i'm i'm sure krishna worked on a similar line mm-hmm. um so when you spoke about krishna i was just thinking about uh, sharing about my take on shakuni mm-hmm. uh, many of them you know even my friends uh, when we uh, when we when we just pick on a couple of conversations they say oh god she likes on shakuni but the thing is I, I, my favorite character is shakuni i want to say because um someone who is not considered as you know um physically so strong as pandavas or kauravas or any uh, warriors per se but um, the apparatus that he used was mind um, because if the same thoughts were channelized in a good way might be today shakuni would have been praised women ever yes yes absolutely and and the thing was he unsurprisingly he caused the most amount of damage because if it wasn't for him this confrontation wouldn't have happened so true um, that's a very reason you know somewhat i have been researching a lot about uh, shakuni as and i've been reading a lot mm-hmm. and um, uh, in fact i've been writing about that also uh, it i i call it as shakuni a mystic and an excellence um, definitely his thoughts um what he sowed in duryodhan's mind for that matter for mm-hmm. his sister it's it's mystic you know like and probably if they were routed in a good way it could have been an excellence we may never know so um so whatever we do i mean it, it again boils down or you know we pin it to the thoughts and the words tirthankar mm-hmm. before we end the show i I would want you to share with our um, current generation or to children or anyone per se um when we talk about writing um it could be a story or a poem or anything that we write what how should we go about as in um uh, dealing with the rejections or um how do we take the book because many of them writers think once they finish submit their manuscript and they publish it the job is done but somewhere what i feel is that's actually only 20 to 30% the real mm-hmm. job is after publishing and many of them believe it have feel with their so oh right yeah with our uh, listeners or to the viewers uh, absolutely you're correct about the it's only 20 to 30% so um essentially look uh, the thing is yeah the audience finds you but you also need to make sure it is uh, your book is you need to first of all you need to uh, market it to your friends and family that's your first line of marketing um marketing it on, on all sorts of social media on linkedin on facebook on uh, instagram on twitter everything you need to you need to market there now uh, instagram now allows links in your story so stories is one of the best ways to make sure you can well, uh, you can put uh, links up and uh, you you would you need to first uh, now uh, instagram is also allowing uh, sharing links via story so that's a good way to do it because there you can just click directly and go to the uh, you know the amazon or flipkart or notion press uh, notion press is a publisher so uh, that you have to you have to uh, plug your story you have to explain your book whatever you need to do that uh, also nowadays publishers it's it's very difficult because since with with self publishing what it has done is uh, a a publisher is is you will find unwilling to uh, you know give you the uh, 
like a uh, uh, un uh, uh, a never published author before where they are unwilling to give them the time of the day and it has nothing to do with you it's just that the readership in india and uh, everywhere globally is going down and uh, and with ebooks and everything and with easier self publishing people just find it to be free it's free now notion press and uh, other and uh, amazon and all these things you need to make sure the pdf and everything is done yourself but it's at the end it's still free or you can pay a certain amount of money and they can make sure that the cover and everything is done so the barriers of entry are 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 kind of lower but also higher in a lot of ways because if a publisher is not publishing you then you also have to make sure you market it on your own so there are things that you need to be aware of and make sure and again it has nothing to do with your quality of writing it's just that it's a business decision remember that and it's also uh, like if you are working somewhere uh, while also writing in, instead of being a full time writer you have to understand that you do you're doing it because for economic reasons and it's not because you're not a good writer you're doing it because you need to feed yourself so it, it's the same thing with publishers nowadays most of the publishers macmillan penguin everything you will see they're publishing uh, textbooks uh, and because textbooks are a requirement they need to sell uh but with story books it's it's uh, op, uh, uh, and poetry books and everything it's it's if the audience likes so if an audience if an author is already good and has self published and has attracted uh an audience then the uh, the publishers are much more willing to publish the second book or even take the second reprint of the of whatever the of the first book that was and then publish it so it has nothing to do with uh, you have to you have to consider when you're selling a book you also have to look at your work of, work of art as a dispassionate commercial product you have to it is very difficult to separate that yeah. you have to you have to consider your book as a disparately commercial product that needs to be hawked yeah. uh, like like any other good and everything it needs to be hawked you know you can't feel oh my my work is a work of art it's the best a uh, poetry book uh, ever been written in this side uh, of you know but you can't feel that you need to tell people that and you need to make sure that they read it and uh, and only once you once you once you show a little bit of track record will uh, publishers be willing to work with you commercially because they are at the end of the day in the business of making profit they publish books but their main they are just like any other business house where they make a profit and they will be selling the product that makes the most amount of money so if you are able to find your audience and commercialize it yourself best believe they will be taking notice and they will be be willing to publish your books absolutely titankar because um, when a writer or anybody when they publish their work uh, you know we do our work passionately mm-hmm. and uh, that's because we love our work but at the same time there should be some element of uh, second positioning which i call it as you know look at your work as a second person or even mm-hmm. as a third person as an outsider um definitely family and friends are always there to help you out whenever you have some work or you've mm-hmm. done something and you would want to share and they will they will share their feedback but audience something who are beyond our family and audience family and friends because when we do our write or share or do something what we do uh it is beyond the family and friends which we look for 
and mm. uh, coming back uh, about the financial or the commercial or the business part uh, i mean it is just not only about writing and finishing it off because everyone for that matter looks for a return on investment uh, absolutely like the family and the friends they do it you know as a value add um, i mean they would i mean you would give them 5% but they would give you 50% as a value but same 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 holds good um when a publisher is working with us um they also would want to make you know a return on investment because everybody is spending their time their space their effort and uh, which is definitely money <laughs> so um it's a good message what you share because uh, um when i come across many people who write you know uh yeah i've just finished i've done with the publishing that's more than enough but it's not yeah. we definitely need to think on something on the roi lines yeah and they get offended that uh, they people are not reading my books and it's <laughs> like uh you have to you have to make sure that it gets to those people yeah. that's also a thing Uh, and that's and that's why maybe publishing a little uh, before you pu- directly publish your own self you should consider publishing in magazines and and all these uh, uh newspapers and anthologies because they usually have built in audiences yes they usually they they know the what their audience is they know uh their and they will get an ROI because as i said it's a subscription way like there's an audience already that pays them a mu- every month but like my newspaper i i we have a subscription uh, you know it, it comes everywhere times of india i i just get it to my uh, house you know pay 2 rupees a day whatever but it, it's there it, it it's coming so there's a built in uh, audience there's a built in with magazines there's a built in audience it's an online subscription online blogs is a built in subscription and you have to consider that if if you're not getting accepted anywhere here so you might want to consider that okay is my art you know bo any poems essays short stories uh actual art you have to kind of realize that okay if it's not getting published in any of these commercial events where there is a built in audience but it's not getting selected you have to think that is my work uh commercially viable if not then you have to kind of realize that you have to be okay with people not reading it but you also but if people are reading it and then you and then you 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 kind of you have to figure out okay so what kind of audience is vibing with my art and then you kind of uh, you need to focus on them market it to them and you have to make sure that uh, yes the audience does find you but once you kind of find the audience it is your job to market it to the um, uh, to the to that particular audience because if if that was if audience finding you was half the uh, the job done then all the biggest movie stars would be just would just put their trailer right before the release date and would ask their fans to come that doesn't happen no matter what the biggest the three khans and uh, uh, you know allu arjun and all those they they all they all start promoting their movie from 6 uh, months uh, 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 I'm seeing Vijay's last uh, next movie Beast. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't even started shooting. He has started promoting for. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he has an audience. He definitely has that. Definitely. But he 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 is not complacent. He, yeah. Everyone is promoting their thing, and they are making sure that the audience. Because if the audience doesn't know about your work, they will not buy. It. Absolutely. Uh, 
so you have to make sure i always say that dear tanker you have a trumpet blow it you have a trumpet mm. because your trumpet only you can do not somebody else can come and blow absolutely absolutely if you feel what your i mean if in case what you're blowing is going to disturb somebody pause for some time and restart that's the way i uh, i usually connect um lovely i mean it was lovely connecting with you and uh, so much so many thoughts so many uh, aspects that you share that definitely going to help our audience and it's helping me too and um with this i want to say thanks a ton for coming over thank to thank you so much yeah and to all our audience uh, thank you for being here this is i you know um i mean i always like to say you have the dino within you dinosaur within you keep roaring through words or through the work that you do nothing around us changes even we don't change our own self for quite a few things but we can create some time for ourselves every day keep roaring and um tirthankar and when we spoke we spoke about Uh, mythological characters movie characters uh, or some production houses publishers or whatever over here uh, we are um, here to promote about what we are doing we are not here to promote about their work that's a big idea or definitely would want to add on and uh, lovely see you soon in the next coffee and the conversations episode this is your mira dino and oasis signing off thank you thank you thank you so much you're welcome